Hey everybody, Stefan from a Comedy Advice Podcast here, giving you a warm welcome into the episode. Thanks for being here. I know things are tough. Things that I've been really feeling it in the last couple of days, and I just wanted to say I'm here for you. If you need me, reach out, and I will give you whatever I can in terms of heart emojis and any support that I can. Because you know what? We're all in this together. It really sucks. But we're in it together and we're here to help each other. And I'm not going to tell you or whatever the people online that are fighting say. I'm going to be a lover. I will love you. So let me love you. You know you want to. I don't know how the song goes, but I like it's really powerful, that first line. Let me love you. Let me love you. Not romantically, but just let me love you as a friend. A friend love. Getting in some friend love. I don't think that's a song, but it should be. There should be a song about friend love. Guy love. I think that was a Zach Braff thing in um, in Scrubs. But maybe we should make that more of a hit. Uh, who could? Smash Mouth? Do you think Smash Mouth would sing something like that? Hey now, you're my friend and, and I love you. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I do want to talk about this episode. It's an awesome one. I have guest Eric Bell. He's based in Las Vegas, but he's from LA. He talks about how he got into comedy. He was doing full-time... He talks about how he got into comedy. He was working full-time and going to school. So this guy, a lot of respect for him, his hard work, dedication... And he's just a funny guy, fun guy to talk to as well. So we talk a little bit about that. And then we give some bad advice, as we usually do. So you guys just just stay tuned in, and your ears are about to consume some delicious content. Now, if this is your first time listening, thank you so much. Thank you. I like you. You're a good person. Keep doing what you're doing. If you've been here a hundred times, fuck yeah. I love you. I love you. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say because I feel like we know each other by now. Maybe you feel like, oh, man, I've been listening to you. You just talk all the time and I don't get to say anything. Well, that's how a podcast dynamic works. But you can talk to me on social at a comedy advice podcast on Instagram. Drop me a DM. Say hello. You can even say it in that pitch. I will respond. It doesn't matter. Um, But if you guys haven't yet, please subscribe. Leave a review. And if you want to help make this a better podcast by giving me money, you can go on to Patreon uh, and the links in the show notes and you guys can support me there. And in return, I will support you with additional comedy to get you through your days. We've got ad free and early releases, We've got some bonus episodes as well. Never before heard. Ooh, sweet. You might be saying so head on over there. Become a patron, and I will love you. All right, guys, that's enough chit chat. Here we go. A comedy advice podcast. An advice podcast for deaf and, and friends. To make exaggerated statements not meant to be taken literally. What was that, Stefan? A uh, comedy advice podcast. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of A Comedy Advice podcast my name is stefan and i'm your host joining me today my friend amazing comedian local phoenician eric hughes hey how you doing 
Try not to melt. <laughs> yes, try not to <laughs> melt in this this uh, very hot summer. We've also got a dude named Cam. Hello, Cam. Uh, hey guys, my name's Cam. I'm that dude. Yeah. No, he's a very funny dude. He's a he's a local Phoenix comedian, rising star in the community and beyond. Yeah, I'm all right. He's okay. Yeah, his words, <laughs> not mine. He's all right. No, but thank you for joining us, Cam. And then we have a very special guest. He's not from Phoenix. He's from L.A. originally, but he's now residing in Las Vegas, and he's got his own personal office. Everybody, please welcome Eric Bell. What's up, y'all? How you doing? Hey, hey. Oh yes. my God fantastic to be inside and air conditioned so yes we want to talk i know you were making us jealous with your 89 degree weather over there i know right it's it's so lovely god didn't realize it was winter over there already it's 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 kind of like i I was surprised when i looked at the weather i was like really 89 okay did you wear (laughs) did you wear long sleeves when you went out or i don't no no it's there's we don't own that here (laughs) (laughs) he had to to shovel the driveway before he went to work (laughs) oh god well anyway eric we want to learn a little bit about you you're uh, an awesome comedian you've been doing that for a little while you're also a podcaster but let's start with the comedy what got you into it what got me into comedy wow that was about 10 years ago and I, uh, I was in college and I, I went into college to be an actor. And, uh, but you know, you can't really, I didn't come from money. So like when I went to college, I had to pay for college. I had to, you know, like, yeah, the loans kind of helped, but then I still had to pay rent. I didn't live with my parents. I moved out at uh, 18. So I had to work a full-time job to go to college. And when you work a full-time job, you go to college full-time, you don't have time to go to a rehearsal. You don't have time. Sure to really do auditions you can do a audition once and then you can squeeze it in and so what was was your full-time job by the way i was working at the lax i was working uh Mm. uh, at a designer store at american airline called destination la and so i sold sunglasses (laughs) i i I sold designer sunglasses to bougie ass fucking people Oh, wait, is that because I was on your podcast and you told me Mm -hmm. about you met a Brazilian woman that was she your coworker there? She was my coworker there. Okay. She was my coworker. Ah, Carolina. (laughs) You got to call her like, you got to say it like, like it's a wind, like, like a wind chime. Carolina. (laughs) Carolina. Oh, the days of Carolina. (laughs) Oh man, dude, she was fire hot fire hot like damn bro yeah no i found out later that she had a crush on me when she moved back bro found out out later not only did i find out that she had a crush on me i found out that when she was in la she wanted to fuck a black guy from la so i was like well damn i that's you would have been really useful information that would have been nice that would have been nice fly her out say be like hey i'll meet you in la <laughs> I'll pick you up. <laughs> now that I'm married with a kid, I'm like, man, Paul, you gotta be cool with this, man. You don't understand. She had a crush on me. When Hall we pass. Together. Yeah, you don't know the rules. <laughs> this is all. I remember because I was dating. I was dating my wife at the time, and I remember I was. I was uh, when I after Carolina left, my Carolina. coworker, Carolina. my coworker. <laughs> My coworker is telling me all this information. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Why didn't you tell me that? And my boss hears that. And he's this, you know, black guy from Atlanta, but very, you know, like, like those church kind of. Oh, yeah. yeah, Very proper. And, you know, you know, very, very to do. We and him got along great. And he overheard that. He's like, Mr. Bell, are you telling me 
that if you knew that Carolina was interested, you would have cheated on your girlfriend and had a had a one night stand with her. And you look at me, Danny Hyde, and I've been calling him sir or, or Mister <laughs> this whole time. I looked at him like nigga. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to hear the rest of that. It's like, you know, brother. <laughs> like, come on. What are you doing? Like, come on, all right. <laughs> come on. It's like like those those kind of questions like, yo, man, ha Brazilian yeah. chick. She yeah. leaves tomorrow. You'll never see her again. You're like, come on, man. You know the answer to that question. Oh, it's a rhetorical question, obviously. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> oh man, I was gonna ask one more question about the sunglass shop because I, I, my face is abnormally large. It, yeah. it's it's a problem. Sometimes <laughs> it sinks. I think I have a hunch because it just goes down. It sinks down because of gravity. But and and my frail neck. But I was gonna ask because I went to a sunglass. I worked at a kiosk, as yeah. you know, a Rosetta Stone kiosk, and right next to it was a sunglass hut. And yeah. then I was guided through the hut. And one of the sales associates was telling me that, oh, you have to use these frames for your face because you have softer features where if somebody has like a square jaw, it's better to have the square type frames. Yeah. And I had no idea. And then they're like, oh, silver also. I know this is really engaging content for our no, audience, but I'm going into it. I'm just committing. That's fine. That's fine. You're, you're literally bringing me back because I, I actually had to go through the same training that sunglasses yeah. had to go through. And yeah, because there's like sunglass training. There is sunglass Just training. Bro. There is sunglass training. Don't throw shade on to, the sunglass training. You have to learn what UVA, UVB, UVC rays, like all that bullshit. Why while polarized are such a unique ones. Which ones have the better frames? Which one has the better lenses? Yeah. Like yeah. Like honestly, for you, um, aviators. Aviators would be a solid pair for you. Oh, will, will flat up top and like maybe a classic Ray Ban aviator. That's. Yeah. No I, one's I talking about you, Cam. It's me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, you look like a you look like a pilot. Like I, yeah, dude. Oh no, you could literally do that. You can you can you can definitely roll with that. So like Ray Ban aviators. You, you really... nailed it because those are the only sunglasses. Well, one of the only sunglasses that I've been able to wear and pull off. And I always am like, I don't want to wear aviators anymore. I'm sick of them. I want to try something yeah. new. Try them. I look horrible, and then I go back yeah. to the aviators. So There's, that's you got it's, me. it's all about faces, bro. It's all yeah. about faces. But yeah, man, that was my job. I, I worked that job throughout all college, and damn, because dude. I couldn't. So I, but it was full time. It paid my yeah. bills, and like my boss, he understood I went to college, so he was like, he he finagled my schedule enough to where I can take classes. Oh, but nice. like I was getting miserable because I'm an artist, not doing my art, and so yeah. uh, old buddy of mine he had aspirations to be a comedian and he said like yo man you got your nice free why don't you just come with me to the improv in hollywood they got an open mic like just do that and like just so you can be have that stage because i was a theater actor Mm -hmm. so i went i went to the improv and i didn't get on the first day um but they they had this like because it was like one of those you throw your hat and you know you throw your name in a hat you know you signed up though i signed up and they but I didn't get pulled. And then I yeah, talked yeah. to the guy. He's like, don't worry, man. Like, what's your name? Eric Bell. All right. Come back next week. I 100% you'll be on. And I came back next week. I, w- I came, I got up there. I got my first laugh. And I was just hooked from yeah. that, that moment. Yeah. That yeah. moment. I was like, they la- like, because I was so, everyone was not getting laughs. Because, of course, everyone's, uh, it's open mic. You know, like, right. like yeah. and in a no real comics are going to the improv open mic no it's like you're not going to put yourself through like unless you're already the guy 
where you're going to guarantee like, hey, man, what's up? Oh, yeah, yeah, come on. Get your five minutes. Yeah, I'll throw you on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless you're that guy. You're not. Yeah. There's nobody with clout there. It's all newbies. It's all weirdos. That's so, desperate. Yeah. Yeah. And so like everyone, no one was getting laughs. So the fact that I got a laugh, I was like, oh, my God, I got to keep doing this. And so I just started hitting the mics, hitting the mics, hitting the mics and started kept getting gig. And now I started getting booked. And, you know, I just it's just been. And it's just been that for like 10 years. I just like could not find anything that gave me that kind of joy. And um, it turned a corner about, it's very interesting when they say like, you don't really become good until like five years. I was like, that's ridiculous. I was getting laughs within the first year, but then like something does happen after five years, you start realizing your voice. You start realizing how, what kind of story you want to tell. And I got like, I'm like around the five, six year marker. I was like, sick of writing just random jokes i was just doing random jokes random black guy jokes like i'm a nerd i'm a huge geek i want to talk about my life i want to talk about being who i am and i just changed my writing so for the last four years it's just been more you know there was like a whole like personalized and, yeah way more personalized yeah. like look i'm going on stage i'm talking about dragon ball z i'm going on stage all <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> my sh-. like this is the thing that like i'm like well there's like dude they're like you sure you're gonna do your anime jokes they're like this is the older audience I'll be fine. And, <laughs> and sure enough, because, but because you're, I, I became more honest and more, you know, personable, it didn't matter if people got some of the references or not. They got, they understood the, the crust of the joke and they yeah, all they're like, oh, at least yeah. this guy's being real, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you always like, those are always the best comics. The best comics are the ones that you feel like, you know, them after right. you feel like you, you're like, oh yeah, that's my pal. Cause you know so much about them. The ones who are just doing one, two punch, one, two punch, one, two punch. They're good, but they're, they're never been my favorite comics. Yeah. So, yeah. And I so, think, yeah. I th- yeah, that's great. And I think that you hit on so many good points where it's, it's so funny to hear an outsider or a lay person just be like, oh, this person's funny. I don't like this person. This person's not funny. And there's just so much more than that. And, and thinking from the perspective of a comic where you're writing and writing and writing and hitting mic after mic after mic, yeah. you are becoming a, a, a storyteller. And mm-hmm. once you hit that five years, I mean, you have really gained a good perspective of yourself your thoughts, what you think of the world, what you think of Dragon Ball Z. So I think that you're able to harness that or or the talented comedians, let's say, are able to harness that and then start to develop that into a really unique story, which makes them, like you said, be able to relate to the audience and or at least show a part of themselves where they thought, oh, I really knew that person. Yeah. So I think that's that's really awesome. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. But, you know, the one thing that was hard about being a comedian in LA mm-hmm. was uh they don't pay you like oh fuck yeah fucking ever and they're like I I can probably if I thought about it I can probably count how many times I got paid like something worth like something worth mentioning you know you know and that's like and I was a comedian in LA for eight years you know it's just like they Damn. don't need to pay you there's like there's no gig that has to pay you because even in the big clubs yeah I've done all the big I've done store I've done the improv I've done actual book shows at these places they don't gotta pay you why I got Joe Rogan I got yeah. I got comedians I got, are a dime a dozen yeah, yeah like <laughs> dude, you're just doing you're just opening you're doing a 10 minute opener I don't need to pay you like I'm paying you in exposure and you know and then all the other shows in town there's a ton of them you can go up every single fucking night you can do a ton of shows yeah but a lot of those times even the guy who's running the show they're not getting paid a lot 
And so like, you're lucky to get paid in LA. And so all the money's always on the road. The money's on the road, the money's on the road. And so when we moved out here to Vegas, I immediately started getting paid way more and way more often because <laughs> it's a town that appreciates, you know, the performing arts and all the bars that have comedy shows have a budget and that budget goes to the comic. And so like, instead of oh, just yeah. getting a shitty little drink ticket, cash so i'm like okay oh, yeah i don't have to always be on the road i don't have to always just find a place that will pay me or a private show so when we moved out here it's just been all around better better fit you know Damn. it's just getting your money huh yeah i mean it was oh, you know? money, yeah. Money, huh? yeah. yeah yeah this like <laughs> like it's one of the things one of the reasons why i've been like hyper focusing on podcasting and is, is because comedies let's be real like stand-up comedy is fucking dead for a while it's it's going to be a long time before stand-up comedy becomes what it was before COVID. I mean, like you're talking live entertainment, you know, it's like true live. And I mean, I've seen a few shows. I've seen a few ways that people have been trying to skirt by the rules and finding a way <laughs> to do it. And it's just, it's not the same. It's not the same. And then also, and then as a comic, you're taking that risk, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I ain't taking the risk. I'm just, you know, I'm just not. I know a few, a few of my pals. They're, they're already. They're like, oh man, I got, I got a show. Like you're, you're booked. He's like, yeah, yeah. You know, I want to go do this. I was like, good luck, bro. You know, it's like, <laughs> I, like I'm going to perform on a stage with hundreds of people laughing at me, and then I go meet them after the show. I, you know, take pictures. I hug. Yeah. I sell my merch. So like. Yeah. There's no way to do that safely during this. Yeah, no yeah. The, the laugh is like the happy cough. And with 100 yeah. people doing that, unless you have a plexiglass. Yeah, and that's what they do. They have plexiglass. <laughs> no way. Yes. Yeah. I saw one of my pals, uh, John Hilder, who like does, a, he, he was one of the guys in Vegas. You know, he did a bunch of shows, booked him many times. I love that dude. Yeah. He was doing a show. He's behind a plexiglass and <laughs> the audience have headphones on. And so they're hearing the mic, what he's, you know, what? yeah, he That's posted, weird. he posted, I never, like I, a heckler never burned me so hard when I saw a man just take his headphones off. Oh, that hurts. That's a different type Damn. of room. I was like, That's not comedy, bro. That's not stand up. Like that's, that's, that's a whole different kind of experience. I'm like, and it was like, and I miss it. I miss it terribly. Like last show, I was on, I was doing a bunch of shows in San Francisco and like, it was like back-to-back shows and all these cool little venues and packed crowds and cool people partying afterwards and drinking afterwards, meeting with the other comics, going to grab a bite to eat, you know, you know, like that was like, and like, I was like, I can't do that shit anymore. I mean, when I got back <laughs> yeah. into town, when I got back into town, no one wanted me in their house because like, well, where have you been? I was like, oh, I, um, I was out of town. Oh, where were you? Oh, I was in Florida and, and, and then LA and then San Francisco and now I'm here. Nope. I was like, yeah, get the fuck out. No. It's <laughs> too many places. Too many places. Whoa, 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 whoa. Too many, too many state lines. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a kind of a sore throat. I wasn't feeling well because I had travelers. I had travelers flu, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. So you, you just can't do it. You can't do it right now. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's definitely, like, and I've seen how a lot of comics are, you know, struggling with that is the, you know, like it's been something that's defined you for so long and then it just stops immediately. I'm blessed that I have a wife and child. 
you know, like I'm blessed that I have like other things that I can just <laughs> something control, else to care about, something yeah. else to care about, something else I can just hyper focus on and do. But if I only had, like, if this was like six years yeah. ago, before all that, I would be going fucking insane. You know, like yeah. it's, Dude. it's like, it's when you're like, it's, it ain't, we're, we're all artists, we're all artists, singers, musicians, you know, musicians. It's a calling. It's a thing that you have to do. You have to entertain and when your entertainment, your your joy is completely derived off of hundreds of people all accumulating in one spot to appreciate this art. And you can't, that's like literally the thing you can't do right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. People are going through it. But I'm I'm blessed in this way. There's one way I've been blessed. And because I moved out to Vegas, it's been a lot easier. On me financially, it's been easier yeah, with yeah. me being able to do all of these other things. I get to keep doing podcasting. I get to be on this awesome show. You know, I get to, you know, like I can still like fulfill that entertainer in me. Right, right, right. Yeah, you can still. Yeah, you just got, you got to work around it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you got to adapt because this isn't going away anytime it's soon. Not. So no, it's not. Honest, on the internet. <laughs> it's not. I mean, like, honestly, we got like for a comedy, you could probably got to wait for vaccines. That's probably how long it's going to be. And so that's yeah. going to be literally the last thing, you know, it's going to take years for a vaccine. <laughs> dude. dude. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a good note to segue. Uh, no, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, no, I think it was overall, you know, there was a, um, maybe a depressing undertone, Sorry. but I think there were, no, 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 not at all. Not at all. We love to depress our get our audience. No, I, I was going to say though, I think you had a, you shine some light on it though, because you're saying, Hey, we're finding, you're finding at least other ways to be able to release your creative fluids. And I know that one of those ways you mentioned was podcasting and you have a wonderful podcast called nice. tell me a story. And yes. I wanted to ask, cause that was birthed before COVID Yes, it was the Rona. So tell us about how you decided to get into podcasting and why the tell me a story format. What is the tell me a story format? And that's all I got. Oh, yeah. Well, when I was in L.A., um, you can't just be a comedian in L.A. You have to do more than one thing. You got to be a writer. You got to be an actor. You got to you got to do all these other things. And so I um, the main thing I did was write for other people. And one of my uh, buddies, a guy named Jarrell Hall, he was trying to develop a podcast. And so I was helping him out with that. And um, it's called the Executive Geek Roundtable over at uh, Fonco Studios, which is the prop department for like almost all the Star Wars movies and like Pirates of the Caribbean and all that stuff. So they, they're all, so of course, everyone who works there is a fucking nerd. So like, <laughs> so they want, so I was kind of, so I was helping him out with that. And so I was helping him with that podcast and a few of my other buddies were doing podcasts so I was just always on other people's podcasts or helping them develop a podcast and I really enjoyed the the format I enjoyed the the conversations that can come and and like just all the all the ways that it it can be entertaining or thought-provoking I just really enjoyed it and I had been trying to develop a podcast for so long but I always like and I don't want to put anyone down so I'm not gonna name names but I kept on partnering up with people and you know like and you guys are in the business you guys know like some there's there's always there comes a point where it's like dude are you fucking serious about this or not (laughs) because i feel like i'm i'm 100 and you're kind of you know you're kind of kicking it 
And so like I would start them and then stop them, start them and then stop them. And I was like, well, I want to do my own thing. I want to do my own podcast. And then when I was thinking about a format, I love, I'm a storyteller, but I love stories. Like I am that guy that if you get unfortunately stuck in line with me, we're going to be talking <laughs> and we're, and I have heard some of the most fascinating stories from everyone you know it's like everyone has a story i am so much it happened to them sometimes it happened to them sometimes it was just a great story that their grandparents told them sometimes it was just like everyone has something and i noticed that it always meant something to them in some way it was like uh, like i'm having a i remember i remember i was uh i was at a grocery store you guys got winko you guys have winko the grocery store so i'm at winko and i'm Okay, Winko is just basically uh, like a food for less. It's a it's a it's discount like a Safeway. Co- yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. And so I'm at Winko. I'm at the front. I'm at the front, and the woman who she looks so miserable. She look, the cashier. She looks like fuck this job, fuck this day, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. Like she, I I've been in customer service. I know that look. And <laughs> and so I'm trying to like get a big old smile, and it's like, well, you know what. I hope you have a great day. She's like, mm, yeah, sure. And I was like, okay, done. I go to my car and there's a homeless guy and he's, you know, has me for like a dollar or something. I give him some change out of my car and we get to talking and he's telling me, you know, telling me about his kids and how his wife took the kids and he, all these, you know, all these tr- series of tragic moments. And like, I look at him, I was like, well, brother, I'm sorry that you're going through a rough time and I hope it, com- it turns out for you. He's like, he smiles at me, has two teeth in his mouth. And he's like, you know what? When you wake up, you take that first breath and you pray because that's a gift from God. You have a great day, son. And he walked away. And I was like, holy fucking shit. I have just heard something so profound and so such a great journey of life and a good, you know, like, and even though he had these tragic stories, he still found something to hold on to and something that was joy. And he's a homeless dude. Wow. And, and so like, it kind of was like, everyone got a story, everyone got a story and there. And, and I took something and like, and every time I told that story and, and it turned into something that I, a story that I constantly told to people. And I was like, everyone has these, everyone has these things that they're like, Oh yeah, I remember that. You know, what? I have a story. I have a story and they always tell it. And cause it meant something to them regardless of, if it was funny, if it was sad, if it was exciting, it meant something. And so when I was like, I want to do a podcast and I'm just going to have people come on and they tell me their story. And however it hit their ears, that's the story I want to hear. However, like, because, you know, you were on the show and I just said, whatever story you want to tell me, as long as it means something to you. And you gave me a great love story. And I've had a guy come in, he, can't, he told me he was a former MMA fighter. He told me about his best fight and his worst fight. I had a a chick who came on she told me how her grandma who grew up in germany who saw hitler like on the regular hid two jewish boys in her house and like and like so everyone had like these different stories and so that was just what like and i just kept going and it's just something i could not stop you get a few misfires ain't gonna lie there's a few (laughs) (laughs) there's a a few like oh god (laughs) <laughs> stories that aren't really stories or <laughs> like, really that's, that's yeah. the one you gave okay <laughs> all right sure fine and then there's ones i'm like holy shit are you i remember one time i had a buddy a former army you know about two tours guys seen some shit he came on and he tells me this russian folklore 
just tells me this like his favorite Russian folklore. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. This is interesting. I've never heard this story. I've always, I love mythology. I love all that stuff. And then after the, after that was over and I'm turning off all the mics, he then tells me about how his unit was tracking down the most notorious sniper they ever dealt with. And I was like, why the fuck did you tell me that story, bro? Yeah. Fuck. Like, that's the, you, you went with the Russian folklore? <laughs> I'll turn this shit real back shit. on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so funny because I think it folds back into what you were saying about comedy, that five-year mark, you really start to tell uh, with a deeper level of understanding of yourself and that starts to seep through your comedy. These people, I think this is like a nice opportunity for people to tell stories where when you asked me to come on and I was like, oh shit, I can't think of a story, I was able to find one. But some people, maybe they think of the wrong one or they, they might not be able to put their heads together because yeah. they aren't reflecting they aren't writing they're not maybe they're just not telling the story that much and so they completely overlook it and yeah. like you said i mean I'm, I'm it's really cool to discover that this was sparked by a two-toothed angel yeah. and I, I i think that all the episodes that i've heard they've been pretty incredible stories oh. i i started off and i i started to hear about you because i had krista k on who is hilarious comedian and i was doing her i was doing research and i mm-hmm. heard that podcast and i was like this is phenomenal and i was like maybe oh, yeah. i should cancel because i don't think i'm gonna get a better interaction <laughs> with her than on this but she told a story about her mentality of being able to improve her shots that she was taking in basketball yeah. and it was really motivational so. oh yeah like oh my god i felt like i felt inspired after krista came on my show and I was like, God, I gotta guess I gotta do more shit, you know. And <laughs> and like I'm like six years her comedian senior, and you know, like, but she like she was just a very inspiring. She's a very inspiring person. She and is. and yeah, she came on the show and like yeah, it's like at the beginning she was like, oh, I want to tell you how I improved my scoring because she was she did uh, college basketball. And you and were like, here we go. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great, sure, all right, Krista, let's talk about you improving your your stats. And she gave me this incredibly motivational story. And, and I was like, oh, my God, this is, this is why I love doing this. This is why I love doing the show. I'm glad you like that episode, man. I'm glad yeah. It's one of my favorites. It's, it's, the, highest, it's the highest listened. Oh, you know? that's awesome. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Well, really Krista good. has a following. She has a ridiculously high following, you know, she, which well-deserved. She does. But, by by the way, really quickly, Cam, are you scraping your leg or something? I see some vibrating and I hear some. <laughs> Is that Carolina coming back? Carolina. Maybe it was just Carolina. Fun. Sorry, Cam, I didn't it's mean Carolina. to. But by the way, Eric, what do you think? Because I know we, we kind of skipped Cam. He was excited to hear about what type of sunglasses would look good on him. Would you mind? Oh. Well, for Cam, I would go with, um, you, would, <laughs> you would go with a square. We go with square sunglasses. Um, it depends on what you're in the mood for. If you're like, you would actually, you actually have a pretty solid, uh, you have more of a square. Let me just get a close look at you. Um, <laughs> and you got the, you got the goatee, you got the, you got the line. Yeah, no, you can probably walk with some really, you can do Ray-Ban, but I would actually suggest uh, Oakley. You can really rock with some Oakley. Uh, oh, like this little, the square Oakley? Yeah. yeah, yeah, gas cans. You can definitely rock some gas cans. And, All right, I uh, will write that down. Yeah. 
Um, you got a few options, man. You, you're, you're, you, Fuck gotta, you, you can kid. Do no, 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 no. We're done. We're done. I don't want to hear. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go yeah, I've been told that before. I have a very diverse face. You know, yeah, yeah. No, a lot you, of glasses on it. You're like you're you got a little bit. You're not. You don't have a thin face. You got a good square, like square bone structure right there. Yeah, yeah, like so an you can, or something. yeah, you can probably fuck. <laughs> so it's really demanding on the mood. You're looking for fashion. You want to look stylish, bro. You can do some. Um, what's it? You can do like Tom Ford if you want to spend some money. God, Tom bro, Ford I like this. Money. I got maybe real with you. I like the circly glasses. Oh, you like those? Like, uh, like, yeah, yeah. kind of, or like, uh, yeah, or like know? like the Malcolm McCarthy's, X glasses, shit like, like that. I like like those perfectly square ones. Um, yeah, Ray Ban does sell a a pair like that. Ray Ban does sell them. They, they yeah, bro, you were good at your job. You got me sold. I'm I buy Oakley gas cans and buy some. Here's the thing, like, Ray Ban. Ra- random note, <laughs> random knowledge, random odds. Oakleys and Maui Gems are perhaps the best made sunglasses, hands down. Ma- Maui Gems. Maui Gems. They're, they're golfers. They're if you want to oh, okay. see if you want bland, basic as fuck sunglasses, you oh. go Maui Gem. They're like, no, but their lens quality, off. their lens quality is second to none. They have the best quality and oakley's are just like fucking you can beat the shit out of them and they'll keep coming they can handle and they are the most durable i mean military uses them all the time and like so like Mm. i've had i've sold it to guys who take their take these sunglasses and they do like they do base jumping off of that shit because they can you like those things can take damage and so they they they're very durable they're very you know practical and so the gas cans are the most popular ones. They have square and they good, have a good wrap around for all of them. And yeah, no, you can definitely rock those. We get those. Yeah, because I do do a lot of like cool, like action hero, like cool shit, and like I'm really, I'm, I'm around, I think we're like, done hearing explosions. about Cam. No, no, <laughs> we're done. We're done. I'm definitely gonna cut those glasses. God damn it, Stefan, you look good in one sunglass only. Yeah, no, <laughs> sorry, bro. Fucking one weird style face. for you, man. Hey, man, I can't. I don't. <laughs> I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. Yeah. Bro, I have a tiny face, man. I, there are so yeah. few sunglasses I can rock. <laughs> I understand. Like, I work at a sunglass store, and I would get free sunglasses that were worth hundreds and hundreds of dollars, and I had to give them away because I looked <laughs> You don't wear any of them? I couldn't yeah. wear any of them. They were disgusting on me because yeah. everything, like, I don't have a small face, so everything just kind of, like, was shelling on me. And, oh, you know, couldn't I pull am. them off. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I I had a pair of the rounds. I won them from a company thing, and I looked like a chubby-cheeked Elton John. No, not Elton John. <laughs> um, what's his name? John Lennon. John. Lennon. Oh, John Lennon. Oh, John Lennon. Yeah. Elton. I looked like Elton, Elton John when I wore the, the stars. Man, you mean it, and I even like, more wow, chubby-cheeked okay. Elton John. Yeah. <laughs> funny, even said, more John, John Lennon's are the, John okay. Lennon made those kind of circles sunglasses very yeah. popular. Oh, yes. is that you, you want Cam? Yeah. yeah I made so those very them. unpopular because I was horrible. <laughs> so I had to give those away. Jimi Hendrix, too, didn't he? Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy will rock yeah. those. And Morpheus. Yeah. Best one. That's right. Hot, like, see how we've gone up? <laughs> the OG, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. Do we have anyone else to name that would look good in the sunglasses besides me? Or are we have we exhausted the I mean, list? We're good. I don't know. You got, you got a name book? You can just open it <laughs> and point to. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but awesome. So the, the podcast is really good. Where do you, I mean, how long have you been doing it for four years? Oh, uh, the podcast, yeah. no, the podcast is relatively new. It started, um, I started recording at the end of 2019. 
Oh shit! So it's... yeah, I just have you know like it's been every week you know, but uh, but yeah, it's that's when I uh, for as far as tell me a story, tell me a story podcast came out like I think I released the first episode in January. I think Jan- the first Wednesday of January was the first was the first episode that I aired, and so and got to have people come over and sit them down for all of two and a half, three months <laughs> till like, Oh, like, I guess it's a, I guess it's an online podcast now. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to zoom. Yeah. God. <laughs> well, good, man. Well, it was a pleasure hearing about you, your comedy career, writing and sunglass. That wasn't as fun for me, but that was cool and interesting. <laughs> You're a hater, dude. And uh, dude, sh- oh, I'm sorry. Do I have really good bone guy, structure? Give me such a hater, Stefan. Like bar, like you guys got your are at the bar. This guy has two chicks. He's like, dude, why you hating, bro? Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing his sunglasses inside, but still pulling it off. Yeah, that's why. I all right. Well, anyway, we're going to move on into the self-help because, Lord, we need it in these days. So before we get into it, Eric, we're going to get into a quote. Hello, you gorgeous goobers. Stefan here. Wanted to take a break to talk to you a little bit about the Expanse real estate team here in Phoenix, Arizona. Guys, if you're looking to buy a house in Phoenix or the surrounding areas, there is no better team. Not even the Avengers. Iron Man and Captain America could not do you as good as the Expanse Real Estate Team in Phoenix, Arizona. Guys, they will provide you a free initial consultation to set your expectations and inform you exactly what to expect when purchasing a home in Phoenix. Now, they don't limit the amount of homes that they show you like other brokerages. They are there to get you a home. They're making sure that your domicile is their top priority and they will find you something for the best price. So guys, head on over to ExpanseRealEstate.com or call 480-400-1745. And you know what? It also works if you're trying to sell. Are you in Phoenix and trying to sell your home? Give them a call 480-400-1745 or ExpanseRealEstate.com and they will help you out an inspirational quote but before we bring the one that we have i usually like to ask our guests if they have any inspirational quotes to get them through their days oh well you know like i guess the mm, that's, a good, that's a good one that's a good one what do i say to myself that gets me through the day you know just i, I is a you know i got two of them i got two of them um please only one no, I'm, I'm gotcha. kidding. I'm kidding. You can gotcha. use both. No, no, both are fine. Well, like what, like the one that I would always say, like, like why before I went on stage, you know, like, and cause I always got those nerves, you know, it's like those yeah. butterflies. It's like, and it was just like, fuck it, bro. Have some fun. That was just the, yeah. <laughs> that was the very basic, like, dude, stop worrying. You can't, you okay. and like, you can't account for every single possible scenario. So you can't control, you can only control so much. Yeah. Have fun. Just go and have fun. And um, the one I, I say to myself that gets me through like the day is, you know, love what you can, you know, and you may not be able to be the person you want to be tomorrow. But as long as you're not the guy you were yesterday, you're on the right track. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, that's really good. I like the first one too. It's so simple. Oh, yeah. Yet yet so powerful because you can overthink things, but if you're just like, fuck it, bro, have fun. I think that 
it allows you to stop overthinking and just do the thing. Yeah, just go into you can spend so much time prepping. Yeah. You can spend so much time. I think about like I think about my career. And like you guys have been around comedy, some guys are comics. You guys know how many how many people have you seen don't have the skill but are in the position to where like, dude, this guy is like doing really good because he said, fuck it, I'm going. You know, like yeah. he yeah. he could have stayed at home and kept writing for months and months until he felt like he was ready. But fuck it, go. You'll learn on the way. You you you'll get better with by doing. Just just stop stop overthinking it. Just go and do it. Have fun while you're at it. I like that. Uh, but to our audience, please use it for good because I can also see it adversely being used for bad. Like, <laughs> oh, should yeah. I rob this bank? Fuck it. Let's Fuck do it. Fuck it, bro. Have some fun. <laughs> Have some fun, bro. Bro. Quit overthinking it. You think too much. Yeah, bro, stop thinking <laughs> uh, about it. Should we, uh, <laughs> like, the, the part in the heist is like, so I think we should do it um, during the summer. <laughs> yeah. just, Fuck it, bro. Stop. You can't plan yeah. for everything, man. Spills cotton. Copy all over the right schematics. Now. Yeah, he's just like, fuck <laughs> it, bro. Let's have fun. Oh, yeah, I would probably be that guy. But anyway. Is this the new yo Is this the new YOLO? But, yeah, you, you only live one. That, oh. that is the, there you go. There you go. That's some D&D talk okay. right there. Bro. Yeah, very wise. <laughs> Love that. All right, guys. Well, Eric, those were two beautiful quotes. Love them. Almost feel ashamed to present our quote, which comes from Inspirobot, which is okay. not a person. It's a robot that takes some of it uses AI to take some of the wisest words known to man and just mash them together. Not as gracefully as my fingers are intertwining, but mashes them together for an inspirational quote that we try to decipher every week. We're trying okay. to understand <laughs> Inspirobot. I think it's getting a little depressed, but <laughs> we'll see. It, it's like melancholy bot now, but we'll see. Makes sense. Um, Eric, would you mind reading this week's quote from InspireBot? This week's quote. Hate the mountains. Ooh. <laughs> and it also in the background has a beautiful picture with mountains. So I... Uh, I hate them. Hate, hate the mountains. mountains. Just hate the yes. mountains. That's, um, yes. No, I understand. Okay, so how does that inspire you? I think it's trying to say mountains metaphorically are like lows and highs so as you go through life you have your lows and you have your highs and some people think you might be able to learn from them but inspirebot saying no hate the mountains live a boring life where you have no highs and therefore you will have no lows and so you will just leave maybe maybe it'll be like a, a slow steady drip towards a high no, because then there will be a low again. So just don't do anything. The opposite of fuck it, bro, have fun. It's like, don't fuck it and don't have fun. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. That's my take on it. That's, oh, my God. <laughs> Action Cam, what do you have to say about it? Action Cam. <laughs> I like that. Let's I stick like with that. that. Um, I think that... Uh, Okay, so when I think of mountains and hating mountains, the only reason I would hate mountains if I were a traveler, and that's because mountains are always such a huge obstacle into whatever's behind that mountain. So if you hate that big-ass obstacle, then it just drives you to blow it up and run a train 
on that mountain or through that mountain. I mean, anyway, because this is America. <laughs> so fuck that mountain. We're going through that shit. I love it. You know what I mean? That's how I feel inspired. Make America plain again, as in planes. Because yeah. there were no mountains. Very good. Very good. I love it. Awesome. Um, Eric Bell. Do you have any thoughts? Does this scream wisdom to you in any way whatsoever? Yes, I understand this, Sensei. I understand <laughs> the mountains. I, I believe, you know, the the concept of the mountain is a it's a metaphor to incredible, you know, strife and struggle. It it obstructs views. It obstructs the world, and it focuses all. It's selfish. The mountain is a selfish creature. It's it only wants attention. It only wants you. It wants you to forget about the forest, forget about the rivers and the creeks. Hey, don't, don't, don't allow the mountain to obstruct all your view. Hate that mountain and appreciate the beauty of the rest of the world. I love that. I think that mountains are like the cam of nature. It's like, hey, look at me. Look how many sunglasses I can wear. Oh, I've got all these trees. I can have trees. Look at me block out all this sun. Oh. <laughs> look at these chick hills that I got. Is there next a village behind me? You don't fucking know. <laughs> so I get it. Yeah. Um, fuck the mountains. I hate mountains now. I'm yeah. no longer a fan of mountains. But they're well-shaped. With their created per- by the gods. Their perfect tectonic plate structure. <laughs> able to wear any sunglasses. God damn it. Eric Hughes, what are you thinking about this? I say don't hate the mountains. Hate the playas. Oh. <laughs> hate the playas. Hate the game. <laughs> All right. We got a little violin. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was cute. That was the joke. No. <laughs> that was good. All right. We got some Spanish in there, too. This is good. All right. Well, I think now we're pumped with wisdom, so we can move on from this mountain and into the questions. We've got yes. our first question. It's from Cora. It's found by our fan, Sam. It says, what is the best way to deal with a public tantrum of a two-year-old lying on the floor, kicking and screaming for not getting their way? Hmm. Now, I will Eric Bell... I think we yes. might have to lean to you for this one. Although Eric Hughes has recently had a child, but I don't oh, think congratulations. it's congratulations. Thank you. How old? Uh, four and a half months. Oh wow, brand new. Let me brand new. Why. Yep, <laughs> brand new. Still has that new baby smell on it. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> four and, but, and a half months. Oh, that's a fun time. Yep. When it, wait? When's the not fun time? When they can talk and run. <laughs> when they can when they run. thinking for themselves. Yeah. When they start, oh, God. When they start having free will. Fuck. You when know, they start just... throwing public tantrums, lying on the floor, kicking <laughs> and screaming. Uh, it's not that bad. Well, you know, it's all like, honestly, honestly, that's a, I, I, I don't want to presume that the person who asked you guys this question um, has this problem. And I don't want to presume that I know their parenting skill. Mm. However, however, kids are like two is still two is there's a reason why they call them the terrible twos. There's a reason. Yeah. There's a like, and honestly, they start k- getting those around a year and a half in. And it's just one, uh, like, you gotta just one, you have to understand that at that age, they're the part of the brain that controls e- emotion is very mushy. 
So that's why when you are when you see a two year old, when you see a toddler and they see something that's funny, it's not a ha ha ha. It is the most biggest. It's the most boisterous laugh. It's the funniest thing. Same thing for the opposite emotion. And so they just feel very hard on everything. Um, so usually when a kid gets to that tantrum point, it's because the parent hasn't noticed the cues that have led to that point and hasn't deviated from it. Oh. Because it's like when they get to the tantrum point, they're, 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 they're all gone. They are yeah. full on short of you just like, if they're, if you're there, you got a couple of options. I know what I did. And, and you know, I just, you know, I have a boy, so I can be a little bit more rougher around him. Right. I picked him up. I scolded him. I popped him on the butt and we left, you know, and he did not get the thing that he was throwing a tantrum about. Right. And I can say that my son has, I can count on one hand and my son is five. Now I can count on one hand how many times he has even given me something kind of like a tantrum in public, you know, because of the repetition, like kid needs, like if the kid thinks he can get it, he's going to do it, you know, (laughs) but two is very young. Two is just, there's a billion reasons why a two-year-old can have a tantrum. Yeah. And it's yeah. just really the thing you have to do is, you know, you got to catch those signs beforehand. You yeah, guys yeah. like, mm, you know, what? he, you know, like she or like my little guy just woke up from a nap. Maybe I shouldn't be walking him through, you know, a bunch of people right now having him do things, you know, that's going to amp him up. Maybe I shouldn't just, you know, maybe I shouldn't put him, maybe we should avoid the toy aisle. Maybe we should just yeah, avoid, yeah. <laughs> maybe like, you know, it's just understanding your kid. Honestly, that's what it comes down to. You got to understand your kid and make sure you have the repetitions put in place to where the kid knows what's acceptable behavior. Two, you're still going to have a few misfires because they're two, you know, they're still, they're still a baby, you mushy know. brains. Yeah, that's what it is. It's mushy brains. It's, they don't brains. understand yet. They're trying to, but they, like, they find, like, they have all this emotion. They have all this pent-up aggression and this love and this anger and they, this is how, and like, I like in at two, how many words you even got in your vocabulary at two? Yeah, like a, a advanced two-year-old has a couple words, right. but they're not stringing together long sentences. So they're not lying. like, please, father, may I have one of the Kit Kat bars? No. Milk chocolate. I want, <laughs> you know, like, like I want, that's what they got. That's what they got. You know, like they have very basic. So this is them talking. The crying and the whining—that's then that's that's still that was their communication for majority of their life. Right. So you know, like when you're a parent, you just kind of get that a lot easier when you see a kid throwing a tantrum, especially a, a toddler. When you see a toddler throwing a tantrum. Right. You know, like there's not a whole lot you can really do. The most you can do is just remove them from the situation, not give them what they want. Immediately, not do that. That is because yeah. that's just that's starting a bad trend. Like a yes. jackpot rewarding yeah. rewarding rewarding you never 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 reward bad behavior you never reward just to get them to shut up that is long-term bad idea long-term because then you're going to have the you're not going to have the toddler throwing a tantrum you're going to have a six-year-old throwing a tantrum you're going to have a kid who knows fucking better and they're throwing you've seen them we've all seen them we all seen you know kids who are too damn old to be throwing tantrum, you know, <laughs> yeah. yes. and it's because, and that kid who's older 
did got to hear yeses when the child was throwing a tantrum at two they just got what they wanted yeah and that so like that's the thing a two-year-old throwing a tantrum remove them from the situation don't give them what they want but you remove them from the situation entirely you know that that is the thing to do not you know the scolding the popping that's to each his own yeah. To each our own. I, I mean, I think about it like the great points, by the way. I think about a two year old as like a baby mountain where you've got the plates of how it would grow and then mm-hmm. how it's nurtured. And so if you start to spoil it, you got a really shitty mountain that you're going to end up yeah. hating. But if you oh, yeah. do it nicely, you'll get a nice hill. Maybe it's very smooth, not rough around mm-hmm. the edges. It's going to be picturesque, maybe used in a background for one of the newest windows backgrounds and just something that a lot of people will be very proud of. Oh, so yeah. think of as you're, as you're connecting those two plates, make sure that you have the right plate to smooth things yeah. out and make sure that your kid isn't a little dick. Yeah. I always say when you, in one of the rules of parenting, try to make your kid into a guy that you into a guy or girl that you that you would enjoy their company you know like like a lot of people try to like oh i want to make my kid just like me no find the person you admire the most (laughs) find the person you love and you enjoy being around and admire most raise your kid to be that i love that it's like no you're a piece of shit you don't want your kid to be like you (laughs) make him like somebody that's good yeah, I no, know. Like, I mean, do not make your kid like yourself. You're like, <laughs> I want him to be just like me. That is a horrible idea. <laughs> no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> horrible I idea. I do. Control Z. Yeah. Is there someone you think is cooler than you? Yeah, do that. <laughs> like, I, I like that. That that's pretty. It's funny, but it's good advice too. Because oh, yeah. I think deep down, I don't think I'd like a kid like me. Because I am kind of a piece of shit. Where I, <laughs> because of my own insecurities, I just ravaged yeah. Cam, calling him a bad mountain. So I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't want my kid going on me like that. So I think I would want my kid to be more like Cam. Yeah. At least he'd be able to wear whatever kind God. of sunglasses he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> the kid's going to look mind. stylish. Cam's so a dick, stylish. too. I'm going to make him like Eric. Either one of you. Go. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. all that matters at the end of the day. Robin Banks <laughs> being like, fuck it, bro. Have fun. Have fun. Do it. Have fun. Like, Dad, I want that Cheetos. We don't have any more money. Fuck it, bro. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you some like, sunglasses. Son, son, you can't do that. All right, great. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, now, Cam, I don't know if you have much to say on the matter, but do you have anything that you'd like to share with how to deal with this crime? I mean, to I, don't, I, don't, I don't have kids. I don't watch kids very often, but I do, from what Eric's saying, I do agree with him. I think the best option is to just remove them from the situation completely. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Whoever you are, if you are the parent of that kid, remove that kid and he's crying, <laughs> remove him from the situation completely. Leave him in a stairwell, leave him in the car, leave him in the Macy's. <laughs> I don't care what you do, just get him out of here. And you I will agree. get a that's, smattering that's of applause. You would just sm- <laughs> don't worry, guys. I locked him in the car. It's nine degrees. Yeah. Yeah, get that little shit out. He'll of learn to ask for a Kit Kat next time. Jesus. <laughs> Use your words. <laughs> Now, I did think of this idea, not not that, that was a great idea, Cam. I thought of this idea, and then I realized how bad it was, but I was thinking of, if you could give them a candy, but this candy's specific purpose is to placate the child for a good 30 seconds, for enough for you to remove them from the situation, 
and then it starts to taste like shit. But then I realized <laughs> you might not want to do that to a kid, one. And then, uh, well, I think that's mostly the reason, but it's a very big reason. I mean, give him a slice like of that. lemon. That'll do it. Yeah. I'll shut him up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what I do. Because friends are like, oh, this is an interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Concentrate on that for the next 30 minutes so I can fucking buy these groceries. All right. <laughs> I like that. Cut up a lemon, put it in a little bag. Uh, yeah. He cries. Sick that sucker in him. Good. Yeah. All, like, see, that's also something because, it, it, like, if they hate lemons, they know if they throw a tantrum, they're getting lemon in the fucking face. And so, yeah. They will, I'm not going to throw a tantrum because I don't want to be sucking on a lemon. Yeah, I like this. Rules like of fear. Almost like a yeah. cat. You don't even have to have the slice. Just spray it in there. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> what did I tell you? That's so. you know what? Ra- training animals and raising a child are eerily similar. They are like I wish there was a joke. That was <laughs> nice. I, 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 I. It just reminded me of the South Park episode <laughs> that I saw years yeah. ago where. Cartman would not behave and they brought in the nanny the super nanny from the super nanny tv show <laughs> he sent them all to insane asylums and then his mom as a last-ditch effort brought in caesar milan the dog whisperer <laughs> <laughs> it's i get it and it's true and it works it's so true it does yeah. Yeah. I, I it's one of those things it's so weird because the only reason i know this is because when when my son was born my neighbor who's also one of my best friends he got a corgi and he had a dog when he was a kid so he knew how to train a dog so as i had this new baby boy he had this you know puppy corgi and the Aww. the fact that he had like we were doing the same things to properly <laughs> repetition eating on a schedule sleep on a schedule you know, like this is your playtime. Like sh- sharing methods yeah methods. well it's just a it's all training about tra- it's training methods and it's yeah. very scary how similar those are you know oh, but I, uh, I keep true. thinking all the toys look eerily similar i'm like i think someone could sell this either in a baby store or a pet smart yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely oh yeah because you, you said four and a half months so they got the little rattler yeah yeah it's like, yeah they make noise, the squeaky thing, the little squeaky. <laughs> what is a million dollar idea? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Outfit them, just grab them, switch them. Good, good, good. There was uh, a mix up at the factory. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now, Eric Hughes, I didn't want to skip over you, but did you have any closing comments or or any advice? I think you could go about joining them, showing them what they're doing, lay down on the ground throw your own tantrum right next to them until they stop wow <laughs> i like that see how stupid you look look at me yeah exactly just a permanent run-upper oh you can oh let me yeah. you. oh you want attention oh fucking done like there's so well you see that all the time man you're like when you really think about it, you see that all the time in grocery stores they're just karens and it's like oh you want to show let me show you an adult fucking tantrum let me see your manager all right this is ridiculous that's that's an adult tantrum we've seen adult tantrums yeah like real (laughs) i think you're onto something there holy shit yeah Yeah. those are those are people who got spoiled when they were doing tantrums at two because those (laughs) are karens those are 100 percent. so so if we gave him a candy that shut up 
That's how you get your Kit Kat. That's how yeah. you get your Kit Kat. But then they will become either a Karen or I don't know what's the guy equivalent of. We were talking about this, weren't we? We were. We didn't find a good one. I've but... heard a I've heard a Kevin. <laughs> a Ken. A Kevin or uh... a Cam. A Cam. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I need to speak to your manager. But, then, like, but then, like, what is the version of a? What I'm curious. What's because we all know what a Karen is, but that's a very yeah solely female. So what yeah, is the male equivalent? What guy like we like? There's douchebag guys, but I guess those are what what what's our version of yeah. the oh, fucking guy? Just like, I, I would say like oh I guess a bro, you know, a Kyle, yeah, like a Kyle. Like it's just a different kind of yeah stereotype altogether but it's like oh, the yeah. same kind of yeah different kind of douche that's what it yeah. is yeah <laughs> yeah you know, garden variety <laughs> wow awesome well great advice i think we nailed that one so yeah, you're welcome you're person. welcome we're gonna move on into the celeb advice segment where we give advice to celebrities this oh, juicy, happy to. this juicy gossip comes from tmz and the title is sylvester stallone unloading sick escalate for three hundred fifty thousand dollars <laughs> TMZ writing before yeah before we get into the article I wanted to take a pause and this is the part where we go around and present it's like a show and tell for adults but with celebrity impressions so I wanted to as our guest (laughs) Eric Bell ask if you have any celebrity impressions that you could do oh my god I'm horrible with celebrity (laughs) even better you know there was one moment that I thought I can do Obama there was one moment. Oh, I thought I could do one, and I cannot. And Can we so hear? I will, I will horrify your ears with my Obama. <laughs> now, uh, I want to make this clear. Uh, I want to be, uh, be straightforward. I think uh, Sly is a douchebag. See, that's my Obama. It's horrible. It's horrible. I think you got the pauses and you have the vocal fry down. Uh, No, it's dog shit. I I thought about doing it on stage. My wife was like, well. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Fucking pause that shit out. I've heard that that well before when I've been running over my material with my wife, so I, I know the feeling. Yeah, the, the, like they're well. so supportive until. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like I'm going on stage tonight. I need to know. <laughs> like you're telling me this now. You're yeah. Me- <laughs> oh God, um, Eric Hughes. Do you have any new celebrity impressions that you would like to share? Uh, you know, I I couldn't quite pull off the Sylvester Stallone voice, but I got maybe the lip, the droopy lip down. Oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> Tune in, guys. Watch the video. Yeah, the droopy yeah. lip. He knows it. <laughs> now, Cam, would you like to attempt to slide or do it? Hey. A... <laughs> hey guys, uh, would you say we do another boxing movie? With uh, I uh, I I I need more money because I want to buy more vehicles, more Humvees for my outrageous spending habits. <laughs> that's, that's not half bad. Pretty that actually good, isn't man. half bad. Yes, oh, thanks, guys. I really tried. That <laughs> was good. And guess yeah. who's gonna be? Guess who's gonna be reading for <laughs> the, the quotes on our next section? 
What, Cam, can you read the, the Sylvester Stallone part? I can. You just won't see me. That's fine. Thank we'll God. Yeah. I know. I'm sure you're tired of my face anyway. <laughs> Action Fucking Cam hater. becomes Sylvester Stallone. All right. Eric Hughes, take it away. All right. From TMZ. Sylvester Stallone unloading sick Escalade for 35k, 350k. Sylvester Stallone is rarely ever down for the count, but when it comes to his tricked out Escalade, he's decided it's time to hang up the gloves and sell the whip for a small fortune. So, why is Sly selling the beast? He says, uh, I ordered my Becca ESV for a specific purpose. <laughs> However, my requirement for it has recently changed, and I no longer have a need for this beautiful vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever lands this luxury room on wheels will enjoy the Stallone touch, considering he personally designed the luxurious interior. Sylvester <laughs> says... Okay, so when I read this, I want you guys to picture Sylvester doing this on like a Craigslist ad, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on, the onboard electronics and ride quality are second to none. I hope the new owner gets years of fulfilling use from the sensationally, sensationally appointed Becca Cadillac ESV. You read sensationally just like Sylvester. Yeah, that's so, exactly what I was saying. I feel like he would have stumbled on that word too. <laughs> This uh, sensationally appointed Becca Cadillac is me. God. Uh, well, well to, to finish it out, the original price came in at a whopping $408,000. So whoever buys this caddy with only a thousand miles on it is getting a solid discount. Asking price a mere $350,000 or best offer. So OBO. I go excellent reads, guys. That's very good. So is the advice on how is he going to sell the how to, how to get him to sell the car? I I think so. Yeah. How can we get this already hugely rich celebrity to sell their three hundred and fifty thousand dollar personalized car that they put a thousand miles on? Yeah, that sounds autograph dope. it. Oh, oh. yep, <laughs> and then boost the price up. By like a hundred thousand, huh? I like that. I like that. You know, record a sex tape in it. That would probably <laughs> really, really do it. Or you know, like I think the, the the bigger problem is the reason he's selling a car. And like probably goes, he's about to go to jail for tax evasion because that is that that explanation he gave was such <laughs> lawyer bullshit. You're done for someone else to get like, oh man, you didn't pay fucking any taxes, bro, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta get the lawman off your back. Yeah, <laughs> I think like, you're I right. need to get rid of this thing before <laughs> it goes back down on me. <laughs> I think you're right because I don't think I've ever heard Sylvester Stallone say a word past three syllables like sensationally or appointed. So I think some lawyers might yeah. be at him being like, uh, like he's saying it and then he looks over to the left and the lawyer's like, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's great. Yeah. Sound how do you, it out. How do you suppose Sound it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, really good <laughs> vehicle. <laughs> it's good. It's a good car. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. God. Um, so, good. Sex tape in it. Autograph mm-hmm. it. Um, maybe you could have... Mm, I'm just thinking like the fat heads, but you could put decals of Sylvester Stallone's face on the side instead of racing stripes. That might be the many or on the on the wheels have little spinners with his face on it. So, oh, God, 
Oh, that would be <laughs> Sylvester sick. Stallone spinners, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just say that? That sounds yeah. crazy. I would get chromed them. out. Oh. <laughs> that would be sick. It, the first one would be Rambo, and then the second one would be Rambo two, and then Rambo three. <laughs> All the different Rambo's, yeah. <laughs> but the, the droopy, the droopy lip would touch the ground, and it would throw sparks. <laughs> the tires would come <laughs> flat, so it could be like the droopy lip. <laughs> The, the whole, he has to outfit his horn so it goes Ugh, <laughs> Ugh, <laughs> dude this is a fucking awesome car bro yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's the missing touch that's what's needed <laughs> there is there Ugh. you go Sly there you go. this is easily a million dollar vehicle now don't yeah. have to do expandables 82 anymore bro oh. Just... yeah you can give up man just quit you can put away the steroids. The rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> God. Fuck, man. How many movies do you guys think he's going to continue to make? Until the day he dies, bro. That guy's on all the steroids. So he's going to keep going. He's going to keep on going. He might Try already it be... out to the very end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He might yeah, already. Look... Go ahead. What was the what was the last movie? He... Like, was it Creed? The second Creed movie? I think so. Yeah, yeah probably. But it's actually but, a pretty big movie. I guess he's, you know, he's so that, coming out with kinda, hits. That's, that's still riding off of the like Rocky. Train oh yeah, Balboa. Yeah, yeah, all the Rocky train and Balboa was a good movie. Like, and so yeah. was Creed. And Creed Two is gonna be is good. The problem is he keeps making fucking hits. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, like he he knows how to he knows his market. He knows how to give a dramatic action movie you know yeah dramatic you know like he knows how to do a good monologue when the monologue is required and an epic fight and so like he's just gonna keep on doing it and like with the steroids that they're out now i mean look at him bro (laughs) like you saw him in expendables it was like dude how old is he how old is how old is like like he's in his late 60s right he's way up there yeah yeah 74 oh my god If my grandpa looked like him, I would be fucking not going to Thanksgiving anymore. (laughs) Dude, that's that's not natural. That's just straight not. That is like, I'm sure he's, yes, he keeps in shape. Yes, he works out. Like, bullshit that you're 72 and you look like that. Bro. Yeah. That's that's probably just like residual steroids. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just like like, working the way a out while of the ago, but it's still yeah. <laughs> this is the closest now. Like that's the closest we were ever gonna have to Bane. That is like the the truest yeah. form. Like it's just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not the good, good. This is your highlight. <laughs> <laughs> they made a terrible casting call. Didn't man, they? man, they missed out. They missed out. God. <laughs> If, if he came back in another Batman movie, like a serious ass Batman movie, oh, he was big. God. God. <laughs> what else, who else could he play? Could Batman. He but they would. He would. They, everyone would know it's him. Yeah. Yeah. Iceman. Iceman again. That's true. They'd see his. They'd see his jupy lip under the cowl. Maybe he could be Alfred, but he'd just oh, be. No, Alf- he'd be more fucking Jack than Batman. Alfred. Roided <laughs> up Alfred. <laughs> This time Alfred gets his hands dirty. 
Oh my yeah. god, that would be fucking. I would watch that shit. It'd be like, oh, another Batman movie, and then Batman just dies in the middle of it, and then it's like, who's gonna save the day now? And then Alfred's be like, oh, and then rips off his clothes. <laughs> oh my god, someone breaks into the Batcave, they can they're about to have at it, and then just Alfred rips Bam. off his shirt. <laughs> He's well, like, well, well, Mr. Penguin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looks like it's time for some house cleaning. They're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, what? What's going on about over there? Alfred's <laughs> fucking everyone up. The butler? <laughs> uh, guys, I think we've got an idea here. If, yeah. Maybe we should reach out to Stallone on this Craigslist ad and be like, listen, we don't want to buy your SUV, but we've got uh, an idea for you. I got a script <laughs> idea for you, bro. No worry. It's going to be about as good as all the other DC movies. Yeah. It's going to be great. You know, Alfred first blood. Perfect. <laughs> Origins. Yeah. 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 Alfred, Origins. Alfred Origins. Except, Aren't except, they making, wait, is there a show? There's an actual show called Pennyworth, right? I want to say that they, I, don't know. I, I, I remember seeing a trailer. But I, 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 hmm? I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I believe they're like I'm not sure if the show ever came out, or I'm I'm, I'm disgracing my fellow nerd by not knowing this. But like <laughs> I remember seeing a trailer of a show called Pennyworth, which is about Alfred. And what? Yeah, well, well how many? A, how many shows like just got put on hold? I know, right? Ain't, ain't nothing going on right now. Like, still waiting for the Scarlet Witch movie. Still waiting for Love Scarlet Witch, the Black Widow movie. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, they just need to put that out online at this point. Yeah, just pull. Just they're like all the money though, but all the money. Yeah. Oh, every but like it's these are also multi billion dollar companies. So fuck them. <laughs> you're like you'll be fine. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's exactly. Disney. It's yeah. Disney. It's like yeah, I know. You know, Disney World is still open. Like yeah. really? Yes, yes. Disney World is open, and yeah. I was like, let's go. <laughs> i bet cool, no bro. one's there dog now's the time to go i'm talking about cool with that i am not going to no theme park in a mickey lot. doesn't have corona <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what if all the the big they, the masks they have the the masks on them like mickey and goofy oh yeah they still have to that's have just them. basically a hazmat suit dude they're, i'm curious they're what, what would you do everything. like if mickey like the, they put an added part of the costume, so Mickey has like Mickey Mouse size, <laughs> a big mask, yes. mask, so <laughs> they can um, promote kids to be doing it. That's what no. I was trying to yeah. say, but I was not articulating it well. But like, I was like, still loading it. Uh, mask, but, mouse. Oh. <laughs> but what about all the like the characters' characters, all, like the Bells and the Jasmines and Aladdins, the people who are just like out there? Are they in mask? I mean, mm. they're the ones uh, you assume. I have no idea. Are even are they even working? I don't think I, they are. Yeah, that I'm would pretty be, sure like, that like everything Disney is under a protective barrier from all like sicknesses oh, yeah. and yeah. illnesses. That was the last place I was at. Yeah, like the I was manager. at Disney World like like a couple of weeks before everything shut down. Damn, so, dude. You know, like I <laughs> lucked out on that just one just in time. Just in time. I like, dude, that would have been oh, oh been hard, man. Well. Yeah, this is leading us to some curious thoughts. Anyway, any other advice for for Sylvester? Yeah, for Sly before we move on to the the last questions. I would just say he should probably seriously consider that or best offer part of that offer where he should he should probably take like away like take the number down a little bit. He'll probably sell it. 
But I'm wondering what best offer. Are you talking about price or favors? Like whatever your offer is. Uh, what are you offering? <laughs> uh, what are you offering? <laughs> hear, hear me out, Rambo Four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just pitch a movie to him. Is there Rambo a Rambo Four? Yeah, there is. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I, dude. I don't remember the Five. name. Of it. <laughs> Just fucking promise them that they'll get a shot in your movie. Be like, I will, yeah. I will film you getting shot by me or beaten mm. shit out of by me in my next yeah. movie, and then I'm sure they'd pay. And, it. and then he gives his highest price, but it gives you a cameo in the next Sly movie and during a major action scene. Yes. But you have to pay my, but you have to pay 400k for the car. Oh, I like that, <laughs> dude. This oh, reminds me of something. I just saw uh, a band auction off on eBay one track on their upcoming album. So you can, if you won the bid, you got to put your, whoever you are, your track in there with a pretty fairly big band. What? I thought That's it was a cool man. idea. That is That's cool actually idea. pretty smart. That's a very smart idea. He, they could be one of the next Expendables that just dies <laughs> off in the Dude, first five minutes. Yeah, at the top of the movie, you know, like they get to come in with the good stuff on and then like... Yeah, that'd be sick. <laughs> <You know, laughs> if I had the money, I would do it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'd have to probably take the steroids that Sylvester Stallone is taking. I mean, but... that's, I mean like you feel like you kind of have to. Isn't that part of the contract? You know, like... Yeah. You you're gonna need this. You're gonna need the Steve Rogers treatment. Yes, exactly. Just super serum pumped into my veins. Oh, and and yeah. I mean, I look good in aviators. Nothing else but aviators. So I think I'd fit <laughs> Dude, in. We rode. We rode you out. Oh, you rocked the aviators with the bulletproof vest. You are ready for Expendables, bro. Bro. <laughs> all I need is all of that. The money for all of that and 400k for Sly's SUV. All right, Amanda. Get it. The aviators time. just put you over the limit. Oh, uh, sorry, man. You're Fuck. you're 150 bucks short. You shouldn't have bought the the pilots. Buy the pilots. Fuck. Well, you know, I don't know what to say. That would fucking suck if I got all the money for all of that, and then it's like I go to to buy the aviators. They're like, "Sorry, sir, this is declined." <laughs> This is the last puzzle piece. (laughs) Uh, And on that note, (laughs) we're going to get into the last questions. This is the Quora Quickie section where we're going to quickly answer some questions. First one is, the person in front of you on a plane reclines their seat, leaving you with no room to function. What are the most diplomatic ways to deal with this? Hmm. Telling him to not do that. (laughs) Sir, can you not? I think that's pretty good. I like no, that. I, I, I put a little, you, you gotta, you gotta be a little bit more like. You have to be a little bit more like. You one, you have to get physical, not not like Ooh. like physical, physical make out with them. like tap on the shoulder, like physically touch them mm. for contact. Just so, just so they know, like, hey, not cool. Like, but be nice. Just like touch them, just so they know. Like, I don't mind putting my hands on you, and then it's like, oh, excuse me, sir, you're you're leaning it too far back, and you uh. Sit it up because you're you're hitting me with that. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Gotcha. And that's how you do it. Shit. That's how you do it. I just gotcha. I, I pulled up my regular chair that I'm sitting on right now because I got intimidated by that. So that's, that's very <laughs> yeah, diplomatic. Like, oh, excuse me. Excuse yeah, me. Oh. You, you're nice. You, you <laughs> like you're always you're, you're nice about it. You're not rude, but you're in there. You're like you're in because you go if you say excuse, excuse me, you can be ignored. Whatever. Uh huh. I don't care. But then you're like right there on them. You're like. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, man, can you 
can you move up? You're, 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 you're leaning your chair way too far back. You're hitting me. And this is a long flight and I don't want to deal with that. Thank you, man. I you like a great that. fight. You know, just, that's something. Cause then, then it's on them. I'm being nice. I'm being nice. I may have intimidated you a smidge, well, just a smidge, little. just a smidge. I invaded your space. Cause you have invaded mine. But you know, I like that. You, you know, another thing that I just thought about is what if you has anybody tried singing to them? Just be like <laughs> aggressive, but be like, can you move the fuck up? So that way <laughs> you're being aggressive. <laughs> you're singing. So it kind of gives a little Disney you know, magic to it. We're in the era of Hamilton. This is the moment. <laughs> how, like, how does a bastard oh, <laughs> just get up in them? Like, let me tell you, like, you just start spitting. Dude, if you if, if, if a guy knew how to rap and you just start spitting at him, <laughs> that would be, be like, oh, sick. shit. That would no, be, like, oh, man. Or you like, could just spit I'm at impressed. him. Little, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure if that's diplomatic. Uh, that's true. Fair but, enough. Yeah. I mean, but better than just saying, bitch, move your fucking seat, you know? You know I, like, yeah. I would love if I got reprimanded by somebody that just sang at me or rapped at me. Like, <laughs> sir, you can't cut in line because that way everybody heard it. They're kind of knocked back because they're not sure how to react to it. <laughs> and the, the, you got message, the message, the message got across. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn, I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> oh man. You remember that time we used to have so much leg room, but now for some reason I don't have any more leg room. Huh? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Make it like an R. Kelly trapped in the closet sequence. Yeah, yeah. It just keeps going and going. <laughs> then I got on my gun. Uh, God. Yeah, like, I, you know, if there's any customer service people who are working and who are hearing this, that's your moment. That's your moment. You just, like, customer gives you some shit. Like, that's, you got, you got to throw, throw, throw a chorus. Just throw a chorus at them. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> Karen, no one remembers that fucking Starbucks order. <laughs> you know, I'm going to fuck it up anyway. So what's the matter? Oh, this is great. I like it. All right. So sing at him, rap at him. Sing at him. Or yeah. get physical. Get physical. Light. Light physical. Tap him on the shoulder. Right, 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 right. Light physical. Just, just, just a smidge. Just so they know you don't mind touching them. Like just co- so they know, because then in their hide, like I can't. Be, whoa, you just touched me. Yeah, I can do. That. Yeah, I did that. Mm, I like, <laughs> yeah, like, I like yeah. this. This yeah. is good. All right, next question: If a thief entered your house at night, would you pretend to sleep or would you face him? Uh, you got a gun? What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> are you packing? Are yeah. you packing? I mean, if you got a gun, then yeah, you go ahead and handle it, but. If you ain't got a gun, then the, let's let's say you don't have a gun. Uh, lock you like well, I got a family, so it's and just you, really just grab gather the family, lock the door, call the cops. Because yeah, I think that's the they first. could have a gun. You know, yeah. If you're bold enough you, to break into my house, you probably got nuts enough to be strapped. You know, yeah. so it's like yeah. no, fuck that. No, if I ain't got a gun, no, I ain't fucking with it. Yeah. I think that closing the door and trying to barricade yourself and calling the cops is the best thing to do if if you don't have a gun and you you want to avoid confrontation. I don't know if a, pretending you're asleep is going to be the best thing. That's a 
great way to get shot. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. like how are you, are you going to try extra hard? Is there, do you think there's a mutual understanding if they're here? Have you not played stealth games? That's, that's, that's easy kill. That is Bro. the easiest murder, you know, like, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Eric Hughes showed just a little neck snap and you're done. You're done. Easy. You're like, wait, but I'm I mean, asleep. I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's a dumb idea. That is a... I mean, isn't it the same as like playing dead? You know, like any yeah. like with a bear, or like anytime <laughs> yeah. something's attacking you, and you just yeah. like conk out, play dead. You, that thing yeah, stops that's... attacking you. Right. Uh, I think so. And I don't think that works for most bears. I think that's what, like a type like if, of bear it works for. What if so what if a bear is just like coming to try and rob you? Like like a reverse Goldilocks situation. Yeah. <laughs> he might just leave you alone. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he just wants your porridge. Uh, he just wants your I don't know, I haven't read that story in a while. <laughs> I think you got the gist. That's how it goes, right? Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be more surprised if you're like, I was just brushing up on my uh, childhood nursery, <laughs> yeah. nursery rhyme stories. <laughs> it's been a long oh, quarantine. Story well. yeah. <laughs> just listen to it on Audible. Butt ass naked. Read by confront them butt ass naked. And it will... They they need a new a, first. they need a gritty new Goldilocks movie. Sylvester oh Stallone. God. Where are you? <laughs> Fuck. Sylvester so Stallone in a blonde wig. <laughs> As Goldilocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this bit is too big. Gorge <laughs> is too hot. <laughs> but then the bears come and attack right. like the Revenant. <laughs> oh, my. oh, dude. Or Grizzly Man. Yeah. Oh, God. That's a bear you're supposed to play, play dead with because he was a grizzly bear, right? I think that's the one you're supposed to play dead with. There's, there's, yeah, Shit, there's one I'm time dead with all bears. Oh, no, bro, you're fine, do man. Like most no. bear, if I remember correctly, most bears you're supposed to step. You're supposed to like do the big. Oh, do the big thing, huh? You know, but they grizzlies don't give a fuck. <laughs> grizzlies don't give a fuck. They'll if they think you're ready to scrap, they'll scrap with you. So I believe grizzlies Damn. are supposed to play there's dead. A, there's a rhyme. Mm. So you've got brown bears. Which are the grizzlies? You've got the black, the smaller black bears, and then you have polar bears. Oh. So here's the rhyme: if if it's this is gonna sound wrong, but I swear okay. it's just this is just bears. <laughs> oh, <laughs> go ahead, go if, ahead. If it's black, fight back. If it's brown, lie down. If it's white, say good night. <laughs> That's good. Oh shit. Yeah, why is, why is there a fucking need for polar bears in this rhyme? I mean, I know, right? Because who's bears gonna are go on vicious. a hike and be like, "Oh shit, it's a polar bear"? Polar you bear. have to go to the Arctic. People who live where polar bears live, bro, That's, had to make a rhyme for everybody in the whole in, in the entire world. They didn't just have to do rhymes for people who are in forests. I'm sure that got- the fucking rhyme doesn't <laughs> translate in Inuit. If it's like, it doesn't rhyme. Danger close. You guys ever been danger close with a bear? No. 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 Thankfully. The first time I took my wife camping, the very first (laughs) time my wife gone my wife has gone camping one time. And the last night, the last (laughs) night we were camping, we she woke up with the bear like clawing its way into our tent. Uh, Oh shit. The, Shit. Like, first and last time camping. first and last time she fucking went camping she um that's enough nature guess, for me <laughs> yeah best guess best guess um the bear was lured to the place because we had fish the other yes the previous night 
So maybe there's some residual smell. I bet. And in the camp, the only thing else that was around that we found was in her backpack, she had forgotten she had cherry flavored chapstick. Oh, that's a bear's favorite. Yeah, cherries. And um, so we're assuming that the bear came into the area because it smelled fish from, because they have incredibly sensitive noses. And And then it was just kind of scoping around. And so she woke up seeing the bear claws going through the tent and his nose kind of coming to her because she was using the pillow. She was using the backpack as kind of like a makeshift pillow. So it it was like over her. And then she she clungs onto me and tells me to get it. And I was like, what? <laughs> let, me go, let me go get my bear swatter. And like, oh, yeah, man, I got this. I got this. Hold on. Let me, let me take off my shirt so you can be intimidated. Uh, but, you know, like, because I was knocked out. I, I sleep hard. And I woke up to the sound because, like, actually, yeah, it's a callback. My buddy, who, my neighbor, who was my best friend, who had a corgi, little baby, like a little young corgi at the time, like Jojo was pregnant with, at this point. But, you know, so he already had his dog. The dog was barking, 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 mm. barking. And so the dog woke me up. And then I heard my buddies yell doing the whole, Rah! and so I got out the, and I let out a roar and my, my roar. And then the bear was like, all right, fuck you. And just walked away. And then, and what you guys really did the whole like big scare yeah, thing, and yeah, yeah, literally got, had to get up and did a big ah, and I hit my um, I had my car keys because like my car wasn't far, and I hit the panic button, so like big Ooh, blaring noise. That's a good wow. idea. Yeah, yeah. a lot of critical of thinking for having this big ass bear trying to. Oh well, like I guess yeah, like, it wasn't uh, make noise. That 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 is literally the <laughs> end thought. That I had no no other thoughts. In, if that bear would have not Shit. given a fuck. And it really, the bear didn't give a fuck. It really, yeah. it like, it didn't get scared away. It was just, It was like, probably used to people, yeah. It's used to people, because it was a campground site. And it was, like, one of those, like, ah, eh, there's no food. And so it walked away for a little while. And then oh, shit. the next campsite over was this guy with his chick. And, you know, I saw him earlier. I was like, hey, man, you know, a bear came to our camp. He's like, oh, shit, that's crazy, man. And then about 10 minutes later, the bear came back. And it was, and I saw the dude. And he was walking with his girl. They were like about to go on their little hike. And I yelled at him like, yo, he was like, oh, what's up, man? Yo, don't freak out. And I pointed to the bear and he and him and his girl was like, oh, fucking shit. And so they started backing up and the bear just kept following them. And then they, they ran into their car. The bear passes their car, gets on his hind legs and starts smashing into his tent. Just like ripping it apart because they were about to have breakfast and he had toasted noodles out, but there was a bear in the area. Oh. So the bear was there to look for food, and there was no food around because I had all my because I had all my food in my trunk, you know, and and in the in, in all the canisters and everything. Yeah, so you guys weren't is, cooking yet. No, yeah. we weren't cooking. He was about to have breakfast, so he broke out the toaster strudels, and that bear came in, and we were blasting our horns. Bear didn't give a fuck. It was yeah. just eating. He's like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, bear ate the do? toaster strudels, took a <laughs> shit, and then left. Oh, so. oh man! And my be- wife's like, "I'm done camping. I want to go home." Now. <laughs> yeah, fuck all that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I still have the tent. I still have the tent. I like so. It's like it's like a nice little like. Oh yeah. Oh, you want to see how I got these? And I, put, I break out the tent, and you can see the bear, the the three claw marks. 
Damn, I log it. Yeah, I was like, I'm fu- I was like, I just taped it up. So like, I just taped it up on one side, so you can still look on one other side. Oh, the, so you can see the claws. And yeah, I was like, yeah. I ain't fucking getting rid of this. This is dope as fuck. <laughs> yeah, you got a little signature from the bear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I always be proud that I would people going to the beach. Like, yeah, I got a tent. What's that? Oh, that's a fucking bear. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry yeah. about it. I change yeah. the story every I time. Explore. <laughs> like, oh no, you ain't got. You gotta hit him in the nose. That's all you gotta do. You just gotta hit him in the nose. So, so the, like, <laughs> there were four bears. They all attacked at the same time. <laughs> God damn. Well, that's dope. yeah, that is pretty sick. I'm glad you survived. Oh yeah, I'm glad that didn't go horribly. But like, yeah. it, but at the same time, I was at a well-known campsite, so that bear is used to people, and right. Right. so it's just really one of those like, hey, I'm here. I'm eating this. Peace out, bitch. You know, like, that's basically yeah. what the bear was about. You Dude, know? Yeah. a bear is totally the fucking type of animal that would be the asshole that would recline in its seat without telling you in an airplane. <laughs> Just yeah. totally. Be like, uh, you could tap on him yeah. and be like, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck. It, it makes you realize that Yogi is the most accurate depiction of a bear. Yeah. yeah just it a doesn't bear. give a fuck <laughs> what anyone thinks. Park ranger, I don't give a shit. Picnic basket. That's mine. Yeah. And Picnic back. He's like, what are you going to do? I'm a bear. Yeah. <laughs> that's not Sylvester you... Stallone. That's, that's Yogi. It was voiced by Sylvester Stallone. Pretty strong. <laughs> that's the part. That's the part he needs. But it needs to be live action. Yes. And it needs it needs to be like, <laughs> they need to dress him up like the Grinch where they have the actual prosthetic. <laughs> yeah. Oh my With God. The bear suit, fuzzy bear, a bear suit. suit. With a droopy lip. <laughs> Is is Danny DeVito gonna be Boo Boo? Like, who the hell is gonna be Boo Boo? Yeah, dude, fuck yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah, no, Kevin Hart. That's usually Uh, the right proportions. He's in everything now. Awesome. Well, we've got our last question. This is What is the most inappropriate interaction you have had during a massage, and how did you deal with it? I I have nothing but um, I I haven't had a in a, I've only had like two massages in my entire life and it's been by my buddy who was trained to be a masseuse so it was you know was it that bad that you were like fuck I'm never gonna get a massage no again? no it was, it was like I had back problems and it helped a lot it helped out a oh, lot shit. I was having I was having lower back problems and he worked on my back and he had to he did it twice and it yeah it, it helped um but I just. I knew what kind of massages I would have paid for, you know, like I, like, <laughs> I know myself well enough. I know myself well enough to know that I'm like, Oh, I can go get a massage. I can get myself a club massage. And <laughs> it's the same reason why I don't go to strip clubs too much. I don't want to spend all of my money. I just, I don't, I know myself well enough. I know what I, I know. I know the girl is probably really good at her job and I will pay for <laughs> yeah money and i don't need to do that i i, I like my money and so uh yeah that's money generally why i've avoided them well i remember during my bachelor party like one of my one of the fellas he he, he got a few you know he kept going back he kept going yeah. back damn yeah. more massages right yeah, i was like yeah right. man. and he's like <laughs> he looked the nerdiest looking brother he is the nerdiest guy in the world short Pudgy Asian kid with glasses, and he had game. He was just going. He was spending all of his money, all of his making money. Making it rain, making it. Yeah, got favors yeah, from dude. the massages, favors from the strippers. Dang, 
Hey, wow. bachelor party. There you go. I wasn't enjoying any of that because you know I had witnesses. But <laughs> I, was, uh, <laughs> yeah. I know some, some of y'all are snitches around here. Huh? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, you're more my wife's friend than you're my friend. So yeah. I gotta be. <laughs> you're a double agent. I can tell. Huh? I don't even oh, know thank you, ma'am. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. That was a that was yeah. a lovely lap dance. You have a great day. Would you like to go back? Yeah. No, I cannot. So I, <laughs> I, I'm, fact, I'm pretty sure I'm being recorded this? right now. I am pretty sure. <laughs> well, Cam, what about you? I think I feel like you've had a massage or two in the day. <laughs> uh, As he's leaning back. Yeah, oh, yeah, good time. I'm relaxed. You know, as fuck I mean, right now. I mean, fortunately, I'm I'm built like a mountain, so I don't really need very many massages. I have had one massage, and it did get kind of appropriate, inappropriate. She was like, she was like massaging my like leg and stuff, and then I like started getting like kind of like hard, and I was like, oh my god, this is so inappropriate right now. And then I was like, all right, well, I guess I have to leave now because you're you're turning me on so and then i can never go back because i can't i just can't get massages wow the leg is the spot for you yeah yep all right you have it ladies head ears nose eyeballs eyelashes pretty much anything does head, it for me head shoulders knees and toes that's where the song yeah. came from all the stimulation <laughs> oh <points>. my god <laughs> <laughs> those are the hot spots uh, uh eric what about you have you ever had a massage or any inappropriate this is like this is like Q and A. This is not advice anymore, <laughs> right? Uh, yes, I. Uh, thing above board though, <laughs> no complaints. Yeah, nothing inappropriate. Yeah, I I agree. I've had <laughs> what about you, good sir. What about you, good sir? Well, I have had basically no massages in my life. I feel like it's the type of luxury that I feel guilty for treating myself on i feel like a massage could be good yeah. for you in the sense of it relaxes you it, it loosens you up blah 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 but i'm just looking at the price and i'm like yeah oh, man i mean I yeah no it's a it's a pricey uh, venture i like i got discounted because it was my buddy but right you know it's like like my dad gets them done because you know he's been a dancer his whole life so now that he's in his 60s his body needs massages like a lot of them bad lower back bad knees bad heel you know like so he has to get massages often and that's a whole expense that's a whole price and those are for legitimate you know massages yeah those are for like all above board to actually work on like arthritis and like the heel or like lower back problems you know and you know like so you know the fun fun times that's extra you know so Mm -hmm. it's like I can't afford that. That's too much. Yeah. I, I by the way, I totally glazed over Probably Cam's adventure. But Cam, how were you facing up when said erection was mounted? And then how did you syrup? <laughs> how did you get away while hiding said erection? Or did you just pitch like, a tent and she knew? I just I I was like I was like all right, this tent is raising. This tent is raising. We need to abort ship before this bear crashes this tent. You told her that. Like, right, let's get out of here. It's about to get weird. The eagle I know this is not that kind of massage parlor. <laughs> oh God! You're like, mom, we have to stop. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, was at also, the was you were like in the airport was... spa where there's a, like a glass window, so everyone can see. <laughs> yeah. Everyone can see you getting it. 
<laughs> I just imagine- uh, well, you know the mall they've got those you know, <laughs> oh, oh you're at the mall like- with the <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle huh yeah god you're like look I can't be doing like and like I'm trying to be calm but then like oh look, you're in front of a hot topic so some of the girls are dressed a certain way you're like oh this is bad I gotta get out of here <laughs> right between the sunglass hut and the Rosetta Stone stand yeah. oh god the sweet spot right there god. the sea's candy <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh it's right next to the sea's candy <laughs> it's my favorite massage spot <laughs> And now Cam can't eat a chocolate without getting an erection. Uh, He passes by Cinnabon, he just comes. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good thing that malls are closing down across the nation because Cam doesn't have to carry this torment with him any longer. Just walking through a mall being like, how many malls do you think I'm. (laughs) How many malls do you think I've shut down by now? Oh my God. I'm probably never going to open back up. Wow. Actually, um, malls are open out here, at least. Oh, yeah? I know a few of them. Yeah. Like, I, I wonder if all the malls could were able to, like, bounce right back. Um, malls were already going out. They're, yeah. they were, they're a dying breed. Yeah. Brick and mortar. It's all online now. It's all online. Why? Why go to a physical store? I barely, like, I wasn't, I was ordering online long before this shit. Was, I was like, I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. You only go <laughs> if you want to see the product yeah. in person. Like if you're gonna look at a TV or something, I'm a little less enthusiastic of just buying it online unless I super know the product already. Yeah. But if you can walk into a Best Buy, and go okay, that's the LG blah 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 I'm gonna get, and then you go home and you you or you pull out your phone right then and there and you yeah you go you go are you gonna price match this so I can walk out with this right now today? No, all right, Amazon, bye. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, we'll see what after all this is done. Well, who's left standing? Amazon. Amazon. Fucking Bezos. Fucking Bezos. That's right. That guy is just an evil genius with his cyber yeah. eye. Have you guys seen? He's like almost the opposite of Sylvester Stallone, where he's got this eye that's like Mad Eye Moody from Harry Potter. It's just <laughs> moving around on its own. Because he sees the future through it. Man, that guy, the money, just the sheer amount of wealth is, is it's mind-boggling. So you know what's crazy? Is Bezos is like I'm pretty sure he's number one, like the richest people in in America or whatever. Yeah, and his the wife world? is number fifteen because <laughs> just by like marrying him, you know, Jesus. he gives her an allowance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she yeah. probably owns stock in. Multiple... Well, they like I think they split up or whatever. So she yeah, was, yeah. You know, oh, dude, uh, yeah. dude. Without I don't think I don't think he ever had a prenup. I think she's been with him like since day one. Yeah. Oh, like, dude. Yep. That's what love. That's what love does to you guys. <laughs> like, gives you give makes you give billions of dollars to someone else. That's <laughs> that's oh my god, that amount of money. That's too much. It's a lot of money. A lot, a lot of money. But anyway, speaking of money, I am spent as we all are. We've <laughs> done all the questions and we're ready for the end of the show. So before we say goodbye, Eric Bell, it was. An absolute pleasure, a delight to have you Absolutely. on the show. Oh, thank you. Uh, and where can people find you and your yes. podcast? Well, okay, you can find the podcast everywhere you get your podcast. I'm on Spotify, I'm on iTunes, I'm on Audio Boom or Castbox, wherever, wherever you get, wherever you get your podcast. Tell me a story podcast. Nice. And um, my 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 handle is my last name Bell Bell Comedy. 
So you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Facebook, Bell Comedy, one word. And um, you can find, and that's, those are the things I'm into right now. Obviously, I'm not doing stand-up anytime soon, but you can, I have a great catalog of Tell Me, of the Tell Me A Story podcast. If you want to hear about great MMA fights, you want to hear about tragic, you know, tragic stories with loved ones, crazy stories of guys on the road and all Oh, we got stories all over the sun and they all have, there's always something for everyone there. And so I guarantee you guys, you will love to tell me a story podcast and definitely check out our comedy advice podcast. You guys need to keep on listening to this. This was fun. This was a ton of fun. And and yeah, and you guys can find me bell comedy, TikTok, And if you, especially if you're nerds out there, if you're if there's nerds out there, I'm your guy. We're going to talk about D and D we're going to talk about anime video games that's i'm your i'm your dude so oh yeah that's awesome well well thank you for leaving us gushing uh we really appreciate it and thank you to the fans for listening and like eric said check out all the stuff that he has in the show notes you can just click 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 and go right there follow him support him listen to his podcast and uh you know don't forget to support us as well so please i'm touching you on the shoulder right now (laughs) affectionately affectionately yes yes but letting you know that i will touch you Mm, no 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 that's an endorsement no that's what he said he said it please listen to our podcast (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you very much everybody and we'll talk at you next time bye-bye